It is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well. Hey everybody, welcome to Well Talk Monday. I am so excited to be back on with y'all. I missed you guys so much. Um, Last week we had a little break. I just, I really needed a moment to like breathe and just recalibrate a little bit and just get my mind right um, for this upcoming series and just a lot of things going on in life right now. And so I just needed a to take a minute to just like get my mind right (laughs) and so y'all know how big I am on self-care um and so that was the reason why we didn't have an episode last week um and so I really really hope that you guys kind of take my lead when it comes to self-care and when it comes to just knowing yourself and knowing when it's healthy to pull back um because if you are not taking care of you then you are no good to the people around you You're no good to the people that are following you. You are no good to the people um, whom you are leading. You're no good to the people who you love, like your children, your husbands, um, your your spouses. And so I just really, really hope that you guys take my lead when it comes to self-care. Y'all know how big I am on that. And so I just, I know, I listen to my body. I listen to my spirit. I know when it's time to pull back for a second and refill. And so that's exactly what I did. And I'm happy that I did um, because now I'm back. And so I am excited, like I said, to be back. And thank you to everyone who listened to our last series that was entitled um, Trading Spaces, our relationship series that we were in. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, Trading Spaces was literally me being obedient and doing what God told me to do <laughs> because he gave me the concept for the series and when he did I was like God how am I going to do that like that's pretty pretty dope but how um I have a full plate full schedule like how am I going to sit down with everybody every week and record and and so long story short um I am a control freak and I like to have like everything lined up just because you know I like things to go a certain way and so um in the series when I do my series for the podcast I pretty much um like plan out for that that whole entire series so like that whole month I pretty much know what I'm going to talk about and so God really um he tried it for real (laughs) because he gave me the concept of trading spaces but he didn't give me all of the like content or like all of the who's who and who's gonna be on what episode and I really like so many times tried to sit down and like map out okay who should I talk to about this and who should I talk to about that and he literally would not give me anybody's name until like the week before and that like played on my nerves so bad (laughs) y'all and so for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about or that don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Trading Spaces was our relationship series, like I said. And basically, 
in this series, every week I talk to a different guy. Um, I, I allowed a different guy to come into the conversation um, so that we could have a male's perspective on the topic that was on the table. And so every week there was a new guy. Um, our last episode, actually, my brother and sister were both on there, um, Naya and Breon Hamlet, who is a married couple. And so they were on there just talking about marriage as a whole. So she was the only woman who was on other than myself for the entire series. Other than that, it was all of my brothers, all of my brothers and their craziness. Um, <laughs> and so I was super excited to have them all on and they gave us some invaluable insight and so from y'all's feedback I know that it blessed you guys and so I'm so glad that it did um so I praise God uh for it now this series I am super excited about it is called what not to wear and so I pray that this series really challenges you to shed some of the unnecessary weight that we put on ourselves as women, as people in general. It doesn't even have to just be women um, in general. Um, some of the things that life has lended to us to wear, I pray that this series helps you to literally shed that weight, shed that stuff, and that you wear what God has given you to wear and, and you become the person that God has created you to become. That is the whole gist of this entire series. And so my prayer is that um, it blesses you in a major, major way. So we're going to jump right in, okay? All right. So typically, I am not like naturally a huge television person. In the past year, like I've tried to make myself watch TV just because like, I mean, I like TV. It's not against it. I just, I'm always doing something and watching TV. <laughs> so basically, I end up just tuning the TV out at the end of the day. But, but there are a couple of shows that I actually enjoy watching. Um, I love Ratchet TV. So, like, I call Mondays Ratchet Mondays because, you know, that's when, like, all love and hip-hop and all of that um, black ink, all of that comes on. And I just love Ratchet TV uh, and trap music. But that's, we're talking about TV. Anyway, so I love Ratchet TV. <laughs> I love love and hip-hop. I love Housewives of Atlanta. That's on Sundays. Love that. And Married to Medicine that comes on right after that. Um, I love House Hunters. Basically anything on HGTV. Like Fixer Uppers, My 600 Pound Life. All of them got a man on My 600 Pound Life. And I'm just like, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, like there are a few shows that actually capture my attention. So those are a few shows that capture my attention. But one of my all-time favorite shows that I've watched like since I was younger has to be What Not to Wear. And so this show comes on the TLC network and it's basically a makeover show. And so the gist of the show is that they take people who need makeovers like really, really bad <laughs> and basically they give them makeovers. Um, so, but before the makeovers, the host of the show, Stacey and Clinton, who I absolutely love, and I think they're hilarious, they walk the guests through their own closets, and they have them try um, outfits on that they would typically wear, and, you know, they tell, like, where they would wear it to, they show how they would wear it, and basically it's trash, like, they look horrible, <laughs> and then Stacey and Clinton 
throw out anything that's not flattering to that person or anything that's not serving that person in good purpose. And so then they give the guests a budget and they let them go shopping for a new wardrobe. And so soon after, they uncover their new looks. And it's a pretty cool show. Like, they look way better than they did before. <laughs> and, like, people really look bad, y'all, on there. Go back and watch it. And so... It's really funny, though, because this makeover show is for the outer appearance and what you can actually see. But as I was watching it the other day, I wondered, like, how many how many people watch this show um, or are listening to this podcast even? And you may not need an outer makeover. Like, your clothes might be good. You might wear all the latest fashion. You might have money for, like, all of the hottest trends or whatever um and so your your makeover isn't necessarily outer appearance and what you can see but it's it's an inner one like you need an inner makeover and so maybe you've been walking around for months or even years with inner things things that are just ugly things that are not flattering that you're wearing that aren't flattering to you and they don't serve you well. They serve you nothing, like no good to you. They're no good to you whatsoever. And so if that's you, then I'm gonna be your Stacey and Clinton in this series, okay? So the What Not To Wear series is about identifying traits and characteristics and personas that we choose to get up and put on daily. Like we choose to wear these things daily. We may not have chosen the situations that happened or the circumstances that gave us these identities but we're choosing every morning to wear an identity that is not the identity that Christ has given us and so we think we get away with wearing these characteristics because people can't see them all the time but actually we can see them like it comes out in so many different ways and so what you wear internally it comes out in your speech. It comes out in your levels of faith. It comes out in the way that you engage in relationships and people. It comes out in the way that you talk to yourself and so many other things. And so my prayer is that this series teaches you what not to wear as you pursue the most abundant version of your life possible. And so one thing I can't stand, like it's a couple of things I don't like, but one thing I cannot stand is a liar. Like do what you do. Be who you want to be. Just don't be a liar. Like, don't lie to me anyway. You can be a liar. Don't lie to me, though. <laughs> like, you can you can kick it with me. You ain't got to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it a smooth stack when it comes to me. I don't care what it is. Um, there's just so much freedom found in the truth. <laughs> like, even if it isn't all good, once you lie, you have to keep up the lie, which means that you have to continue to lie. And so let's just not do that. Like, let's just be real about what's on the table. Like, I'm a fact type of girl. Give me facts. Give me hard facts. Like, give me cold, hard facts. And then we can go from there. But do not give me a lie because I cannot deal with a lie. Like, I can't build nothing on a lie. And as strongly as I feel that way about people who lie to me, I simultaneously feel convicted because I think about how many times I've built my life on lies. Lies that the enemy has told me about myself. And as much as I can't stand a liar, I wonder why I entertain a liar. Like, I wonder, as much as I don't like for people to lie to me, I wonder, and I feel convicted even as I speak this, how many times I've engaged in the enemy, with the enemy, and, and engaged in the lies that he's told me about myself. 
I think about how many times I've talked myself out of opportunities and things that were good for me because I sat at the table and I played with lies that were handed to me about myself instead of dealing with the cold hard facts. I think about how many times the enemy has told me I'm not good enough even though God has already told me that I'm more than enough. Like I, I think about the times that the enemy told me that I'm a failure when God told me that every mistake that I had ever committed every mistake that I've ever done knowingly and unknowingly that his blood has already covered it like I wonder how many times I've sat at the table as much as I don't like a liar how many times I've sat at the table with a liar and listened to him and let him play me you see the enemy is the father of lies and everything that he says out of his mouth it drips in deceit okay so I have a formula that I use for him and I want you to use it too Everything that he says to me, everything literally that the enemy says to me, I believe the opposite. Because his job is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And so he'll say all that he can say just to do those things. And so you may be saying, what does the enemy sound like? <laughs> like, do he sound like a man? Do he sound like a, like, what do he sound like? <laughs> he can sound like anything. He can sound like a man. He can sound like negative thoughts. He can sound like negative self-talk. Some of us listen and entertain him for so long that we actually start agreeing with him by saying what he says about us. We say, nah, I'm not going to apply for that job because I'm not qualified. I don't even got the degree. Like, I don't have the time. I don't have the 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 work history. Uh, I don't have none of that. Like, I'll never be in a relationship that honors God. My money, it will never work for me. Like, I'm always live paycheck to paycheck and so forth and so on. Like, no. Why are you agreeing with him? So now you a liar too. Or better yet, now you trying to make God out to be a liar. Because he said what he said about you and he did not take it back. No take backs. He said what he said about you. He said that you are the righteousness of God. So why are you acting like you're not? Why are you agreeing with what the enemy said about you? No, you need to stop. When those thoughts come up, you need to declare the exact opposite. And say it out of your mouth so that the atmosphere can catch it. And so that the atmosphere can shift. Too many times we wear the lies that the enemy gives us. Too many times we walk around like we're defeated and like we're failures because that's what the enemy says to us. Every time he talks to you, you should actually get excited. Like I know, I know that through you. Every time though the enemy comes at you, you should get excited. Because what that means is... It means that he notices that you know the truth about yourself. And it means that he notices that you're about to make a move or you, you're you walking in purpose or favor or you're walking um, and aligning yourself with what God said about you. Because he ain't going to talk. Think about it. He's not going to talk to you if you're doing what, you, what he wants you to do. Like if you already are depressed and stuck in your lies and, and stuck in his lies rather and making bad choices, he ain't going to say much. Like he going to just let you self-destruct. Oh, but when you start walking like you know who you belong to, when you start talking like you got victory, when you start talking like the favor of God rests on your life, when you start walking and talking like that, then he like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I got to hurry up and get in her head. Like, I got to tell her something because she, she making moves. <laughs> She's starting a nonprofit. She making moves. Wait a minute. H hold up. She actually think a man of God want her? Oh, hold up. Man, no, I can't. I can't let her think that. Like, hold up. Hold up, she applying for the job that she not even qualified for. Hold on, hold on. She raising her kids. 
Like in the admiration of Christ? Like what? What? She getting over her past? What? Hold up. Hold up. When you start walking victoriously, <laughs> the enemy's like, oh, no, nah, I got to jump in. I got to jump in. And so what you need to start doing is opening up your mouth and literally saying the very opposite of what you hear the enemy say to you. So when you hear in your head, you're not good enough. You need to say out of your mouth again so that the atmosphere can catch it and so that it can shift. You need to say, oh, no, nah, I'm more than enough because God lives in me because I am a child of the most high God. When, when the enemy says, how you going to pay your bills? You ain't got enough money. You need to say, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to pay him, but God knows because he's Jehovah Jireh. Like he promised he would be my provider. Like he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Like y'all, it's so crazy because today, and this is not even in my notes, but I'm going um, to say it anyway. Today, literally God was saying, Misha, he said to me, you need to start speaking my word. Not even just speaking opposite. You need to add a little more meat to that. Not even just speaking positive affirmation. You need to start speaking my word because that's the only thing that has power. And that's the only thing that's going to shift your situation. And that's the only thing that's going to change anything. That's the only thing that's going to restore the relationship. That's the only thing that's going to reverse what the doctor said. That's the only thing is my word. The only thing that carries power is Jesus's word. The only thing that carries power is the name of Jesus. So you have to start speaking the word of God. So not just saying, oh, no, I'm good enough. <laughs> But instead of I'm good enough, let's add some more today. No, you're good enough because the Bible says that you're the head and not the tail. You're good enough because God says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like, I don't care if your friends say you're a Bible thumper. <laughs> I don't care if you feel like, oh, Lord, they're going to be like, here she come talking about Jesus again. Yes, here I come. I'm more than a conqueror. Like you need to in your everyday um, vocabulary, in your everyday lingo, you need to start intertwining it with the word of God. I bet you your life will change if you start speaking the word. I bet you your life will change if you start declaring what God says about your situation. I bet. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to bet on Jesus. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I'm willing to put it all on the line for him, yo. Like, I'm willing to bet. I ain't going to bet money because I feel like that's gambling a little bit. <laughs> but I'm willing to bet it all if you begin to just speak the word of God. And not just positive affirmations again, but if you begin to speak the word of God. Too many times we're walking around wearing the lies that the enemy gives us. Like every time he talks to you, get excited because you know that you're on the right track and he's trying to take you out of that truth. Get excited because he knows that you know the truth about yourself. And he's trying to shift you. You cannot wear the lies of the enemy. And you cannot wear the lies that media and culture tell you about yourself either. You cannot wear the lies that your family tell you about yourself. Like at some point, you got to stand on some type of truth. The truth that says that you are more than enough. And that you don't need a certain salary or a certain outfit to affirm you. The truth that says your relationship status does not define you. Like stop looking around for exterior validation when God has already given you what you need. Don't look to anybody else to tell you 
um, what area or, or how much you're worth or to put place value on yourself. Like, don't look for anybody else to do that. Like, God has already done that. Don't look for anyone else to tell you what area of dominion you can reign in. Like, you can do whatever you want to do, sis. Can't nobody affirm you when God has already affirmed you? Who else? Who can contend with the word of God? Who can contend with the calling that he's placed on your life? Who can contend with, with what he said about you? Like, who else? It's now up to you to believe the truth about yourself. It's now up to you to believe the place value that God has put on you and the worth. So one thing that I love about the word of God is that it equips us. It's not just a story. It is a, a, an amazing love story, but it also is a toolbox. Like it equips us. And so we never can say that we don't know what to do because there are many answers to our problems that are found in the Bible. And when it comes to what not to wear, the Bible actually teaches us what to wear. So I, I told you what not to wear, right? But the Bible tells us what actually to wear. And so in Ephesians 6, um, verses 10 through 18, God reminds us <laughs> that this war that we're in, it, it ain't a flesh and blood fight. Man, that's, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole scripture, y'all. Like, it reminds us that this war ain't flesh and blood. Like, it reminds me that I don't have to cuss that person out because the fight that I'm fighting it's not a flesh and war. It ain't got nothing to do with me and him. It ain't got nothing to do with me and her. Like, this is spiritual. <laughs> the God in me is causing the demons in them to stir up. <laughs> like, it's not a flesh and blood fight, so I ain't even going to take it personal when you cuss me out. I'm not even going to take it personal. I could, but I'm not going to because it's not a flesh and blood fight. It's not a flesh and blood fight, so I'm not even going to get mad when you betray me. I'm not going to do it. I could, got every right to, but I'm not because I know better. And when I know better, I move differently. The enemy don't come to take your stuff. He ain't coming to take your material things. Like, he don't care about your house. He in hell. He don't care about your house. <laughs> he does not care about your husband. He don't want your man. He don't care about your clothes. He, he cares about your spirit. He cares about your peace. He cares about the things that you can't see. He cares about your joy. He cares about your legacy, your generational impact. That's what he cares about. The things that you can't see, but that holds so much weight. So we got to equip ourselves accordingly. Because he gets us distracted when we fight in flesh and blood over flesh and blood stuff, over material stuff, over money, over cars, over clothes. When we fight in our family over stuff like that, and he's happy. The whole time we're missing the fact that there's a bigger war going on. We have to dress for the fight that we're looking to win. You can't expect to win a fight if you don't show up dressed, right? Case in point, when you're about to dress yourself in the lies that the enemy wants you to wear, I need you to go to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, where God gives you your daily wardrobe. Don't ever say you don't know what to wear. God telling you what to wear. <laughs> for lies, for lies, because we've been talking about lies the whole episode. We've been talking about the lies that the enemy tries to, to give you. The lies that he tries to whisper in your ear. For lies, God tells us to stand firm and to put on the belt of truth tightly around your waist. That's what it says. It says, put on the truth of who you are. 
Put on the truth of who you are. Remember, life and death lies in your tongue. So whatever you call a season of your life, whatever whatever you call an experience, that's exactly what it's going to be. Like, if you don't want it to be a failure, then don't agree out of your mouth with what the enemy whispers to you. If you if you don't want the mistake to define your life, then don't believe the lie that the enemy is telling you that this mistake has ruined your life. Don't believe it. It's you a liar. You a liar. Tell him what he is. But remember your mouth out of your mouth. It, it flows life or death. That means that you have the ability. My God, you have the ability to literally breathe life into a thing. And at the same time, because we love to say that, we love to say that, you know, life and death lies in the power of my tongue and I can bring something to life with my mouth. But let's not forget out of that same mouth, you can kill a thing too. You can speak death to a thing. You can kill a relationship with your mouth. You can kill what God is doing with your mouth. You can kill the season of of, of maturity that, that God was trying to work do even the mistake you can kill it with your mouth so you got to be careful who you agreeing with in this season and what you're saying do not agree with the lies of the enemy do not agree with what he's trying to say when he tells you that the generational curse is going to continue with you that's a lie that's a lie i don't care what it looks like that's a lie from straight from hell send it back send it back Remember, whatever you call a season, that's exactly what it's going to be. So if you don't want to be a failure, if you don't want to be a thief, if you don't want to be a murderer, if you don't want to be an adulterer, if you don't want to be any, whatever you don't want to be, then don't be it. And don't say that you are. Don't agree out of your mouth with what the enemy whispers to you. Remember, say the opposite. That's your, that's your tactic. Say the opposite. Decide to wear the truth of what God has said about you. You are loved, yo. Like, you're forgiven. You're more than a conqueror. You are rich. You are above. You're not beneath. You are a lender. You're not no borrower. Like, no. I don't care if you got to borrow money in this season. They just helping you get to where God has for you to be. Because next season, you're going to be the one lending. I, I don't care. That's that's seasonal. Like, what do you want to see? Speak that out of your mouth. Wear what serves you well. Wear what feels good to you. And what is complimentary. To what God says about you. Because that's the thing. In the What Not to Wear show, a lot of times people come on the show and they have like these UGG outfits on. <laughs> and they like don't match their body types. Like they just look real bad. They're not wearing things that compliment them. Are you wearing stuff that compliments what God says about you? Like know that you are loved and know that despite how you might feel today, your future is so bright and there is hope for you. There is a future for you. There is more for you. This is not the end. Every time you open up your eyes, God, is, he can start a new chapter, but you got to start agreeing with him. You know better. God told me today, he was like, Nisha, you cannot go through this season defeated. You cannot go through this season, like this chapter of your life, like you're a failure. You cannot do that because you know better. I said, God, why? He said, because you know better.
Like you know too much. That's why. You know too much. And because you listen to the, you might not know all the scriptures. You might not know everything that God says about you. But because you listen to this episode now, you're, you're held accountable to what you hear. Now, because you've listened to this first episode of this series, you know too much. Now, no longer can you agree with the lives of the enemy. You have to speak the word of God about you. I don't care if you have to find a scripture. What does God say about me? You can Google it. People laugh when I say it, but I'm dead serious. Google it. What does God say about me? And every day you put on something that he says, the truth of what he says about you. Your future is bright, yo. I don't care what you did. I don't care how bad you messed up. The devil is a liar. You won't wear that. Like God is your hope. God is your redeemer. God is your fixer upper. God is your defense. He's everything that you need. God is your restorer. I don't care if you're in a relationship that that's not serving you well. I, I don't care. You did not mess up. It is not your fault. It did not happen to you. It happened for you. God is just trying to tell you your identity. And he's just trying to reaffirm to you who you are. Like, I don't care. I don't care if God said go left and you went right. I don't care. God loves you. There is nothing that you can do that will ever separate you from his love. There is nothing that you could ever do that will cause him to walk away from you. Daily he pursues you. Daily he wants to spend time with you. Like you just have to start agreeing with what God says about you and lining yourself up and your actions with what he says and stop listening to the lies of the enemy. When he talks, you talk back. You ain't no punk. You don't let nobody else talk to you crazy. Why do you let the enemy punk you, dog? <laughs> you don't let no... I wish somebody would... What? I wish... Listen. I wish somebody would roll up on me and talk crazy. First, I'm going to remember this ain't a flesh and blood fight. <laughs> and then, I'm going to remember that I'm more than that. I'm better than that. Like, and I'll win the fight. <laughs> So why do you let the enemy roll up on you? Why you get agitated when he's when he throws stuff your way? Why do you wear what he's trying to tell you? Remember who you are. First of all, remember that this is not a flesh and blood blood fight. He's trying to distract you from something bigger. He's trying to distract you from the very purpose that God has created you. And then remember that you win the fight and say the opposite of what he says. As a matter of fact, and this is going to sound crazy, the enemy in some ways, he affirms me. Because every time he says, yeah, Nisha, you weak. These are, these are literally thoughts that I've battled with daily in my mind. And I'll be totally transparent. Y'all don't understand, like in this season, in this chapter of my life, to do a podcast and to do well woman, honestly, I just was crying and telling God, I was like, God, okay, I need the grace for this. And I need you to like help me to get back in a better space and, a, and just the right perspective because it's beginning to feel um, not like a burden, but it's, it's just beginning to feel heavy. Like I'm beginning to feel the grit of it and the grind of it. And God, I need your grace so that I can do what you've called me to do because I know that you called me to do it. But now I feel in this resistance and I know that it's from the enemy. It is not from you. And so because I know that it's from the enemy, I need you to equip me with what I need to fight back. Like you know too much at this point. You know too, you're held accountable for too much. 
And so now that I know these things, right, the enemy, I, I literally battle with thoughts. God, the enemy telling me I'm weak. You ain't really cut out for this. <laughs> you thought you was. It was cute. The first couple of episodes. But now, now you got a, a following, quote unquote. And with the following comes a weight of having to produce. With the following comes the weight of having to perform. With the following comes the weight. Like, it's a weight. I don't care what anybody says. It's a weight. There's a weight to, to the call that God has put on your life. For me, it's a podcast and, and this platform. But for you, it might be something else. Like, I don't care what God has called you to. There's a weight that comes with it. If you're doing it right, there's a weight. And and it's crazy because you'll just begin to contend in your mind and the enemy will just begin to flood your mind with stuff. But I'm telling y'all in a way, that sucker, he affirms me, dog. Because every time, and I won't lie, sometimes I give in to his lies. But now, like I know too much now. Now I know better. God told me I knew better, so I know I know better. Like, <laughs> And so he'll tell me like, you're weak. And he affirms me, and this is how, because again, he says the opposite. If he says the opposite of what I really am, that means whatever he says, I know I'm literally the opposite of that. And he's trying to get me to not believe that. So every time he says he's weak, I'm weak, I get up, child, and I'm like, child, I'm strong. <laughs> Let me tell you. Every time he tells me I'm a failure or a mess up, I get up and I'm like, man, the blood of Jesus, my God, has like completely washed me, made me clean, made me white as snow. Like, through God, I am justified. Yeah, every time he tells me I'm a failure and that I made a mistake, I say, no, 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 through God, I am justified. I am made righteous through him. Every time, and I need you to do the same thing don't you dare don't you dare wear the lies of the enemy he is a liar he is a liar he is a bold-faced liar and whatever whatever he's calling you you better believe that you're the opposite you better believe it let's pray god help us to dress the way that you see us Mm, help us to not put on traits and characteristics that do not line up with what you say about us, God. Help us to lean into our mistakes and to extract the lessons that will make us better. Help us to know that our mistake and our past is not who we are and that we are not defined by it, but that we are defined by, what, by the words that you spoke about us. God, don't let us be bitter. Show us how to shed the extra weight that slows us down. That slows us down from purpose. Help us to shed the extra layers and the stuff that we're not supposed to wear. The stuff that stops us from being ourselves the way that you see us. God, we're yours. So help us to walk like it daily. Help us to talk like it daily. Flaws and all. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. I love y'all. I hope that you are encouraged and I hope that you now know what not to wear for the week. <laughs> I love you. Please follow follow me at Vanisha Johnson. That's V-A-N-N-E-I-S-H-A underscore Johnson on Instagram. And follow the Well Woman Center, guys. We want y'all to be well connected with everything that we have going on and everything that we're doing um, in the life of our organization. I love you guys and I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you.
is Well Talk Monday, and I'm excited that you decided to tune in and meet me at the well, the well, the well. What am I going to talk about? And God again said, ask the people. The well, the well. I want to see y'all win. I want to see y'all well. God is going to use this platform and this space to address different things that our culture needs a fresh, godly answer about. The well, the well, the well.